Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 133, Surviving the Holidays. You can check me out anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Go to wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Well, it's that holiday season. And when you heard me read those words, immediately you thought about winter, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and New Year's Eve. All those feels of the holiday season. It's fun, right? It's exciting. It's different. But at the same time, it can be very stressful. The holidays can be a time that many people dread, wish didn't exist, wish they didn't have to deal with it. And of course, that's for many different personal reasons or societal reasons or cultural reasons. And then there's those who just can't wait. They save up money all year long. Maybe they buy presents all year long. The minute Thanksgiving's over, they're decorating their home for the different holidays that they celebrate. And the home feels different and exciting. And knowing that all these different family get-togethers and friends getting together and events and going to see lights or going to see a choir sing, all these things that surround the holidays. Even our favorite Hallmark and Lifetime Movie Network movies, those Christmas movies, those holiday movies, those winter-themed movies. You could binge watch them one after the other. So then why does the holiday cause us stress? Well, it does. It does no matter whether you dread it or are looking forward to it. It causes stress. Now, stress is a pressure that is placed on the body physically and emotionally. There are things called positive and negative stressors. Yes, there can be positive stressors. For example, a wedding, you're getting married. It's exciting. You're getting married and you're going to have this big wedding, but that planning of that wedding and the day of your wedding causes stress and anxiety. That's positive stressors, something that's good that's happening, but yet can cause stress. Maybe you're going to compete in the New York Marathon. This is something you've been wanting to do for years. You get accepted into it. And it's something good. You're meeting a goal, but you're stressed. It's a positive stressor. And the flip side of the coin is the negative stressors. Losing a job. Not being able to financially buy the things you would like to for the holidays. Not being able to be with family during the holidays. Social anxiety. Being invited to things and you have social anxiety can become a negative stressor for you. You're starting to get the picture. Now, deep down inside, 
knew this. I'm sure you did. You just didn't know that it was separated into positive or negative stressors. You just jumbled it in as stress, a big stress ball. But to cope with stress, you really need to be able to identify whether it's positive and whether it's negative. And in there, you can devise and decide what coping mechanisms will work best for you. One thing I want you to do, or I should say never do, is compare yourself to someone else. Don't compare yourself to how someone else handled a particular situation. That you go to their home over the holidays and the the host or hostess looks so relaxed, stress-free, bubbly, and happy. But when you have a party at your house, you're stressed for days, you're planning the day of, you're nervous, you're sweating, you're running around, you want everything to be so perfect, you don't even get to enjoy yourself. You're not smiley and bubbly. Don't compare yourself to that other person because we're each individuals and we handle things diversely different. Not one person handles something exactly the same. And when you try to mimic somebody and it doesn't work for you, you tend to give up. But you're mimicking something that somebody else decided worked for them, but doesn't work for you. It's like cars, right? You have regular gas, you have unleaded gas, you you have 93 super octane gas. Different cars require different types of gas to work to the best of their abilities. Well, it's the same thing as a human. We require different types of things to make us go and move slowly through life. And so I want you to think of that analogy of the gas and the different types of gas going into different cars. If you've ever put the wrong gas into a car, for example, you've put regular gas into the car that needs 93 octane, your car is going to buck and feel like it's going to stall because it needs a different type of gas. And that's the same thing when you start to mimic how other people cope. You're moving, but you're bucking and you're stalling and it's not working for you. So the holidays, surviving the holidays. Now that we know the positive and the negative stressors are there. I want you to sit with yourself for a few minutes. We're just at the beginning of December. We're not there yet. We're almost there. We've just finished Thanksgiving last week. And we've got a lot that will be happening. And in there, you'll be working. Maybe you're a nurse who works all kinds of long shifts and somehow has to balance the holidays. So what do you do? Let's start with setting some good boundaries for ourselves. Our boundaries are always our protective wall. Excuse me. And yet a lot of times we let that wall fall down when we should keep it up nice and strong. So let's talk about our boundaries with others and our boundaries with ourselves. Number one, the holidays can be very costly. You feel guilty. 
you feel pressure to buy gifts. You feel pressure to buy a certain type of gift, spend a certain type of money. I know some of you right now, your head's starting to go and she's right. Oh my gosh, I have this and this and this. And things haven't been that great financially this year. Or I've just had some things that I've done extra for myself that I don't have that kind of money. Don't go and just charge it on your credit card to make it all happen. Set financial limits for yourself. The important part about the financial limits is if you don't, once the holidays are long gone, you're still paying a dear price for all those things that you charged that you really weren't financially able to. Remember, gift giving is about giving of yourself, not about how big the gift is, not about how much the gift costs or if it's a high-end gift. It's about you and what you give to someone. And so think creatively. Think of ways that you can get something for someone that's super inexpensive, but you can present it in a beautiful way. I know someone who is on a budget and they went to one of those discount stores and they had some gifts and they found these beautiful like marble cutting boards and gold knives to cut cheese and some beautiful candles that were so inexpensive that you can just wrap in cellophane, make it look beautiful and bring it to someone's house or give it as a gift exchange. You don't have to spend 50 to $100 on somebody. You don't even have to spend more than $15 if you look and take the time to go out there, there are things that are beautiful that you can buy that do not cost a lot of money. So number one, do not overextend yourself financially. That will eliminate that negative stressor. Not only will it eliminate it, but you won't be dealing with it in 2024 when your credit card bills come or you've overextended yourself in your bank accounts and your savings. So financially, do not overextend yourself. Do not agree to do things that you know that you might not be physically, time-wise, or mentally able to do. Don't say you'll host the whole family this Christmas because you've been doing it every other year and this year you just can't. Maybe you can't financially. Maybe you can't because you're working and picking up other shifts or your job is just requiring a lot of time of you. Or maybe you have a young family and you just don't have that time. People will understand. Let somebody else pick up the slack. It's okay to say, this year I just can't do it. Just give them enough time so that somebody else can pick up the slack. And if there is not someone else, then maybe just keep it to your immediate close family. Maybe you, your spouse, and your children, or you and your parents. Keep it small. Don't overextend yourself. Don't be that yes person who yeses every time during this, this season and then overextend yourself and then feels this negative stress that this thing that's supposed to be so wonderful is now creating an impact on you. So don't be a yes person. Do not overextend yourself. I want you to be able to enjoy this time of year, not to make it a chore. Thirdly, procrastination. Procrastination is a big stressor. 
I know you're out there, you procrastinators. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I procrastinated many things in my life. I would never prepare for an exam in college till like three days before. And then I'd cram and stay up all night. Procrastination. Packing for a trip. I could have been packing all week long, but instead I'm rushing two hours before I leave. Procrastination. That's stress that I didn't have to put on myself. It was a conscious decision to make that stress happen in my life. So with the holidays, let's not procrastinate. I just said it's not even December yet. And if you listen to this and you are in the middle of December, that doesn't mean that you can't stop what you're doing and pick out your calendar or whatever way you write your notes and put down things you want to accomplish by what date, how you're going to do it. For me, it's best just to pull out my smartphone and put it on my calendar or my to-do list. And to look at the month as a whole, whether you've got all of December or part of December, look at the time you have. Put in work, put in your responsibilities, and then look for space where you can place wrapping gifts, decorating your home, writing out holiday cards to people, whatever it is that's that holiday prep, buying those gifts. Set time aside, whether it's maybe you set two hours aside in one day. Maybe you pick a date on your calendar for two hours, this is what I'm going to do. Maybe you can put, put in a whole day, devote a whole Saturday to it. Or maybe you need to do little drips and drabs an hour here, 30 minutes there, but write it into your calendar or your to-do notes so that you're getting things done and that it's not all of a sudden a week before Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa and you've got nothing done. And now you've got to figure out how to take care of yourself, your home life, your job, and then get all the other holiday things done within a very short period of time. So procrastination. Financial strain, procrastinating, overextending yourself are three negative stressors that you put on yourself. Don't do it this year. Prepare. Prep yourself. Okay, let's move into another stressor. Now, this is a positive stressor because you're going to be going to things like a tree trimming party. A holiday PJ party, which I have every year at my home. You may be invited to New Year's Eve parties. Maybe a show with a group of people. But you have social anxiety. Ugh. All those things that I just mentioned, if you've got social anxiety, the scale goes beep, 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 and rises. They are all instances where social anxiety kind of rears its ugly head. I didn't realize, honestly, till COVID, that I had social anxiety my whole life. I didn't really understand till COVID happened. And I would always be this person who, let's say it was somebody's birthday and a group of people were planning it. And I said, yes, as the date gets closer, I'm dreading, dreading going to celebrate a friend. Why? Because I, it's that social situation. 
And there were many times where I canceled. I would make myself think I had a migraine or whatever, just so I would feel okay and not guilty, but didn't have to go. And I realized through COVID and and being away from that, not experiencing that social anxiety, my eyes really opened up that big social gatherings. I can go sit at a conference and sit there and not have any social anxiety and there could be 500 people in the room. But when it is something that you have to socialize in, that you have to dress for, that you have to present yourself for, create social anxiety for me. Whatever route or reason that you have social anxiety, the holidays are one of the hardest times of year to deal with your social anxiety. So do, what do you do? Do you do like I used to and make excuses and say I don't feel good and, and just not go? And then you get that FOMO and you see all those great pictures pop up on social media that you didn't go to. Then that little thing in your heart feels bad and you're almost mad at yourself that you let this anxiety control you. Now's the time to think about it. Think about the events and the things you'll have to do. For me, the buildup is the social anxiety part. Once I'm there and I'm in it, it just melts away for me. You may be someone who has the anxiety the entire time you're in this situation. For me, and I think this is a great technique for any of you, look at your invites. Decide which is more important or who is more important or who do you have a stronger relationship for? Is it something you've gone to every year? And decide the ones that you physically and emotionally can do and the ones that you can't. And the ones that you can't, you just kindly decline. You can say why, you have previous engagements, thank you for the invite. This way you avoid what I used to do, that yesing, that yesing, and then the event comes and I just can't go. If these are the places and the things that you know are going to make you feel that way, then just kindly decline from the beginning and then leave the other half, the manageable half, the half that you know you might have that social anxiety build up, but once you get there, you know you'll have fun. You'll get the holiday spirit. You'll feel all the joys and the giggles and the warmth of what the holiday is. That's a great way to handle your social anxiety. Don't overextend. Only accept what you know you can handle. And of course, before any situation that you do feel you have social anxiety, do a little prep work beforehand. I don't know what your prep work might be. Maybe it's just go sitting outside and having a cup of coffee before you go. Maybe it's doing some breathing techniques. Maybe it's going to read a chapter of a book because reading really calms you down. Or popping on your headphones and listening to some artist that really calms you down. Do the prep work to avoid this holiday social anxiety that falls into this positive stressor category. Now, this is notably the hustle and bustle time of the year, right? With all its glitz and lights. And because it's the hustle and bustle time, well, we forget to take care of ourselves. 
we come at the end of the road. And that does not lead to good mental health. And so you're doing this positive, exciting things that create this positive stress in your life, but you're not taking time to release it, to diffuse that stress. You'll see a lot of people get sick during the holidays. Good reason for that. Number one, they're out amongst people more and germs are out there. But your immune system might not be great because you're running yourself ragged. So a goal I would like you to have is, amongst all the other things that you do, take some time for yourself. And what happens to me at the end of every holiday season, and I've already broken the habit. I mentioned like those Hallmark movies. I get down to like three days before the, you know Christmas comes, and I'm like, gosh, I didn't watch any of those silly, unrealistic romance things that are just mindless and they're fun to watch and they give you the holiday spirit living in Florida you get to see the cold and the snow because I've not taken time for myself during this time of year so maybe start like I did I've already watched one take that time for yourself what do you like to do for yourself for the holidays I love burning I have a candle on right now called the perfect Christmas and it's got that cinnamon cinnamon fragrance, that spicy scent that you smell around the holidays. And it's in this beautiful, like, red glass jar. Burn a candle. Sit quietly for yourself. Not sit with your computer on your lap and shopping on Amazon. You can do that later. And by the way, you can check out my Facebook. And I have a lot of my favorite things on there for the holiday season that were all on sale. And you can also go to my website. I have my favorite things. Most of the things that I have on there are things for self-care. There's a little few little frivolous things, but some great ideas. So go check that out. So do not, during this time, sit on your computer. I'm telling myself this as I'm telling you. And think I have a candle on and start buying things online. That's not relaxation. Maybe it's just turning the lights down with that candle, playing some holiday music or music you like, sitting in a cozy corner and taking it all in for 30 minutes for yourself to enjoy. Maybe you've got the lights of your tree on or the lights of your menorah are glowing. Take it all in. Stop. Breathe. Enjoy. Because as fast as the holidays come, it's as fast as they go. And it's a special time of year where we should all stop and think about what we're grateful for and think about the beauty that's in the world. And we may have had hardships during the year, but we're trying to embrace the goodness of this season. Maybe you're lucky enough or unlucky and you live where it snows. I don't. So to me, I think you're lucky. Go out and play in the snow. Go out and have a snowball fight. Make the snow angels. God, I sound like a Florida girl. The typical things around snow, right? Whatever. Go sledding. Go tubing. Go out and do something. Enjoy this time of year. Take a breather amongst the hustle and the bustle in surviving the holidays this year. You have a choice to make. 
You can survive or you can not survive. You can let the negative stressors take over you, the positive stressors take over you, and before you know it, you did not enjoy your holiday season. I know that's not what you want. I know you don't want to be that Grinch. And if you are that Grinch, maybe it's time to put a smile on your face. You don't have to have all the tinsel and the lights. But watch some of those fun shows. Or read a good book this time of year that you haven't had a chance to read. Or maybe take some pleasure in buying the gifts for the people that you usually do instead of looking at it as a chore. Turn the Grinch frown from down to up. And I guarantee that that smile turning up will be a healthy impact on you internally, physically, and emotionally. You see, surviving the holidays is all about how you look at it. It's all about how you plan for it and cope for it. It's all about identifying what you can and cannot do realistically. Your holidays may look different from years past due to some unforeseen circumstance or life changes. That doesn't mean that you can't make it special. It doesn't mean that you can't make new traditions. Maybe make a new tradition. I like that idea. Do something new in your home or something new with your friends that you haven't done before. Make it a new tradition. Here we have something called, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it. It's a whole light thing in a park where they have all different lights and they light the trees and Santa and all this. And every year on Christmas Eve, we drive through it. But I noticed there was something down in Miami in Fairchild Gardens, I believe it is, where this whole gardens are decorated. So maybe we'll make that a different tradition and go do that this year. Are you getting the picture? Sometimes you need to change traditions. Maybe you have a relationship that's just ended and so it's painful to do the same things you've been doing. Create new joys, new traditions, new ideas. Do something different. Maybe go away this year for the holidays. And then you don't have to deal with any of the cooking and all of that. You just go away with yourself or a friend or a significant other or your family or your parents. And you keep it warm and cozy and intimate. It's all about how you perceive and identify how you are going to survive the holidays. So let's put on our jingle bells, our Santa hats. Let's get our menorahs ready and our Christmas trees decorated, and let's have fun. I want you to look back and say, I survived the holidays of 2023, or whenever you do listen to this, whatever year it may be that you survived the holidays. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. It's beautiful out. It's crisp. The snow's out. It's cool everywhere, even in South Florida. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next time, my friends, please survive the holidays and ciao.